Welcome, 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 welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, Dave Ralph. is back. Dave I want you back. back. I want you back. And I'm back. It's for Dave. Your wish is my command. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Ralph is here. I was here last week. Yeah, I'm Dave. I was not here last week. No, Dave is alive. Yes. I, uh, I, I, uh, I insinuated he had passed, but yes. he's here. There were times I felt like I passed. I hey, been there. Yeah, I had one day like that last weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I understand. Uh, good to have you back, buddy. We're good to be um, back. I'm so excited to talk to another human being about fantasy football because talking to myself for 53 minutes last week was uh, challenging. You know, I did listen to it. Was it challenging. I appreciate and, uh, that. Yeah, it wasn't. That. It wasn't terrible. It was... 22 listens. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Apparently, I don't need you. You don't need me. 23, 22 listens without you. I'm leaving. <laughs> it's a long sh- drive. I'm going to finish this first. Cheers, and brother. Cheers, sir. I'm happy to have you back. Yeah. Good to be back. Mm. So, uh, we've had a little bit of goings on uh, to talk about. We got yeah. some trades. We got some trade talks. Yeah. Your, uh, your brother in law has been busy. He has. He's. Uh, <laughs> It's, uh, it's been a draft pick fire sale. He officially does Everything not. Must go. He official. We officially have eleven people we need to coordinate coming to the draft because he officially has no picks. <laughs> you know what it was? Is he couldn't think of anything to bring to the draft. Is that what it is? Yeah, he he's not decide. much of a chef. He couldn't decide on what to bring, so he just you know. I mean, come on! You could even have your lady. I mean, he could have made Taylor make something. Yeah. I mean. James brought a brought a cold veggie pizza that his wife had made last yeah. minute. I mean, anybody could bring anything. Sure. But apparently he's not concerned with picks. So I, I thought about this. I'm like, okay, you quote-unquote hate picks. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Hate picks all you want. But I, I, I think how... How? What's your strategy for improving your team, though, is what my, is what my thought process was. Because... Yeah. Rookies are such a huge part of what of what you do. Even if you trade them all away, mm-hmm. like okay, I I two years in a row in Frozen, I've traded away all my rookie picks. Right. <laughs> uh, but then before the rookie pick I, or before the rookie draft, I acquired them all back. Mm-hmm. I acquire a bunch back. But like, let's say, let's say Kurt for example, who did the same thing I did. He just didn't acquire a bunch of them back. It's not like he's not improving his team. He picked up like three late round tight ends right. that are all, I mean, KL Waring, for example, he's a third, fourth round tight end who is sitting there and could, I mean, he traded him to me since then. Mm-hmm. But the point is to not use the draft at all seems like you're really limiting your dynasty 
potential. And even if you think about it, when you get closer to the draft and you know, even after the draft, those picks get more and more right. better. The value of the picks value because there's out. no player, there's no injury that can right. happen. The value of picks doesn't go anywhere. So you pick up, for example, 1-3, 1-4, 1-5, 1-13, 2-3. Those values aren't changing right. because there's always somebody worth picking in those ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to if you trade for, let's say, you know, you trade for Carlos Hyde, he breaks his leg, that's the end of that. Uh, it's just, it's interesting. It's just interesting, the strategy, because... I trade away picks when I'm trying to win a championship. Mm. But then leading up to rookie draft, I try to acquire them all back because right. I understand like you get you get a superstar on the ground floor and it's just nothing but gravy mm. at that point. Yep. But but hey, what do I know? Yeah. So he <laughs> uh I think you have most of his picks, right? Uh I would have all of them, except that I traded 3-3 three, three to less for Phillip Rivers. Okay. Otherwise, I'd have all of them. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you just... So he sent a message to the group saying he's got 5 through 12 he wants to liquidate. Well, maybe we should start with this because the the the, the trade where I got his second pick was the first situation. Okay. So let's start with that. He tra- <laughs> we, we didn't go through this yet? No, we haven't. Oh. The, no, the last the last trade I talked about was trading uh, 3-3 for Phillip Rivers. Okay. So, oh, <laughs> careful. Watch out. Everybody, everybody hold your... Oh, boy. Watch yourself. Okay, watch out. The coronavirus is... You know, it's funny. I've created a... I've got a lot, I've got a lot of resources available in this house for mm-hmm. coronavirus, but if you walk it right into my house, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, so I get a message Sunday morning from your brother-in-law, Waylon, 8.04. I was actually on my way to uh, McDonald's to get breakfast for my parents and, and Claire mm-hmm. because we were going to have McDonald's and then play Settlers of Catan to my Jesus. parents and Claire and I. Anyway, so I got a message while I was out and about at 8.04 in the morning, out of nowhere. Yeah. And Waylon says, what do you need for Hyde and Minshew Mania? And what I'm thinking to myself is self. Uh, I like Hyde as a as a depth running back piece, yep. but I'm not married to him, even right. as a Buckeye fan. And I'm thinking, okay, I like having Minshew as a young quarterback, but I also so I already have Breeze and Mahomes, and I picked up Rivers. So if somebody offered me something for him, I'm not going to complain, right? right? I'm planning on taking, assuming you take Burrow and another position i'm going to take Tua at mm. one three so i'm thinking uh yeah that's fine me but my response to him was you got high to Minshew mania huh well i'm a buckeye fan and i do love mustaches oh man <laughs> you want a mustache right? i didn't <laughs> i want fun i want fun that's what you're referring to right super troopers exactly. okay nice um and so he said i've always liked hide since college stupid Cleveland browns totally agree with that and then he said i don't Need Minshew, but looking for a middle grade backup, not the bums I have at quarterback. Okay, that's fine. But I, and I'm th- but I'm okay. Full disclosure: what I'm th- I don't know if Waylon listens, but what I'm thinking to myself when he's saying this is I'm thinking, oh my gosh, if I can cash, if I can cash in on getting something for these guys, this is huge. Um, 
So I said, I totally get it. I have a bit more freedom since acquiring Rivers. Throw me an offer. I'll let you know what I think. Quarterbacks are valuable. That's for sure. Just trying to throw in there that Minshew's, you know, he's going to be expensive just because he's a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to start this year. I also immediately texted Kurt. And I said, here's what we're looking at. And he goes, he goes, well, uh, I should let you know. Same conversations happening on this end. And I, uh, I can't remember who it was for. I would have to check. Uh, unfortunately, we used my phone for recording the podcast. But basically, this was the offer he initially threw me. Hyde and Minshew for my team. For Brett Hundley, RG3, 2-3, Keep going. And then his 2021 picks rounds 5 and 6. Jesus <laughs> By the way, I already have a second in 2021. Mm. So. It's unbelievable. (laughs) And poor Kurt, he's so angry. And I was like, listen, Dave vouched for this guy. He's making his team his own. You know, what do you want? And not, you know, not everybody has the same plan. I just think to to fire sale picks to this extent, we'll, we'll see in a second. So I said, the only piece there that's appealing to me is 2-3. And I would not give you both of these players for 2-3. I would not give him Minshew and Hyde for 2-3. Uh, I said I can look at it more in more detail shortly. I said, are you done waiting on Chris Herndon? Because I thought, okay, if I can get Chris Herndon thrown in here, I wouldn't complain about that because it's too tight end league. He says, yeah, holding on to him. I said, okay, that's fair. I said, I would do Minshew for 2-3 if you throw in another minor piece. Anyone you're done with, he's better than any quarterback you're going to get at 2-3. So I'm thinking to myself, I'll give you Minshew for 2-3 and some, like, very minor throw-in. It literally could have been really minor. Yeah. Because I just, Minshew for 2-3 is fine, but I'm not going to let him slide for that. Because mint quarterbacks are too valuable. Sure. So he responds with, so Hyde for 2-3 isn't enough. He's more of what I'm interested in. And I'm thinking, okay, I loved acquiring Hyde as a throw-in because if you remember, I traded, uh, I traded Cooper Cup for Julian Edelman, Carlos Hyde, and one five. Yeah. And so Hyde was really a throw-in there, just as a as a running back who will have some sort of role. Mm-hmm. But to get him for two three, to to give him for two three, yeah, in. So I'm thinking, how excited do I act right now? <laughs> Like, do I do I play this up a little bit? Do I... Uh, Poker face. Uh, in actuality, four minutes later, I said, interesting. Okay, yeah, I'll do that hide for 2-3. And he said, yes, deal. So then I sent it on fan tracks. And then <laughs> what's funny is I didn't immediately post it to the chat because I was out and about and coming back and, you know, family time. And Kurt sends me a text. Are you going to post this trade or what? Because my guess is Waylon must have said to him, sorry, I already dealt 2-3. Right. Right. So right. then I immediately go, oh, sorry. And I posted it. And Kurt sends me a text going, oh, my gosh, that's worse than I thought it was. <laughs> so now... So now I have one three, one four, one five, one thirteen, two three, 
and three two. Yeah. Which I feel very, which I very feel very good about. You should. Then a... we're not done yet. But wait, there's but wait, more. there's more. <clears throat> so then, uh, the chat was pretty was pretty amazing. So we're talking about trying to plan out a date for the what for the for the draft, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so then you said in the chat, I think I'm done accumulating picks in this league. Four is plenty. Um, Les made the comment, I'm open to whatever's easiest for the draft for everyone, but the important question is, does anyone other than Ralph and Dave need to be there? Right. Well, I understand your <laughs> your point. So then Waylon comes in and he says, someone come take rounds 5 through 12 off my hands. So Mike says, I'll trade you for 25 cents U.S. courtesy, cur- currency. And Les says, what a deal. Uh, while, they were, while they were joking around about how ridiculous that was, I threw him an offer. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, why not? Who knows who's available at that fifth round pick? It's, it's an early fifth. Maybe somebody slips, you know, and I want to have that option. So I threw so I threw in there. I go to Waylon and I say, "I will give you." <laughs> I said, "I'll give you Marcus Johnson of the Colts right. and Seth Roberts of the Ravens." I considered Byron Pringle, and I figured he's he's on too good of an offense. Yeah. Like I can't I can't throw him in here. Yeah, man. Although honestly, I would have thrown him in here too because who cares? Uh-huh. Uh, for for rounds five through twelve, and Waylon says, "Yeah, sure. What the hell? Let's do it." LOL. And I got I said, "Okay, guess I won't see you at the draft. I'll post it." He goes, "Nope." So, <laughs> so I said, "I wish I'd kept your three three, so I could add your entire draft." And he says, "That would have been something." I'm not a fan of picks. So I always trade them away. I said. You better get you better trade that 2021 first. And he said I would for the right player. So I've already started working on him. I, I poor Kurt. I said to Kurt, like, go after that 2021 first. Yeah. Like he clearly wants to trade it. Um, but more importantly, we go back to the to the uh trade and uh sorry I'm dominating things here, You're buddy. Okay. Um so I said, let's see, uh a serious offer. I, I I said in the chat, I made a silly I made a serious offer for those five through twelfth. And Mike, trivia master, says, that was a serious offer. Ralph, are you gonna try to win the league with just rookies? And I said, Somebody stop me. Somebody stop me. And then Les says, Do you have a team left? Which I find ironic because my starters are pretty much unaffected. Right. Like I'm I'm nobody needs to worry about my team. I said, feel free to go check. I think it'll be okay. Mike, you're right. Rookies are terrible. I'll take that one six off your hands. And he said, have anyone left to trade me? And I said, well, since you hate Zach Ertz so much. <laughs> and then Kurt said, I'll give you my five through 12 for Ertz because he's a silly goose. Um, and then and then I think the saddest of this whole thing. So so you said anyone interested in your 2021 first for a second uh, and second for a running back or quarterback. Yep. Um, I don't blame you for that. Danny's the one that makes me so sad though because here's all these moves I've basically moved everybody I wanted to move Mm. acquired all the picks I wanted to acquire and Danny just sneaks in here with Mike Evans and Devontae Adams are available not just not for pennies and I'm thinking oh buddy 
Oh, yeah. little buddy. Yeah. You've kind of you kind of missed your window. Like the buying window has kind of clo- like what other picks are you mm. Like if you're going to sell I mean Mike Evans, you could see him either way. But let's say you're going to sell Devontae Adams because Aaron Rodgers seems done and Devontae Adams is what he is, mm-hmm. right? So let's say you want to get maximum value for Devontae Adams. Right. A high first plus a player is what you're looking for. Well, we already have all the high firsts. We got the high firsts. So unless it's going to be a very minor player plus one of my high firsts, I don't want Devontae Adams. Yeah. So your best option is one six, and by then we've kind of cleaned up the the really most desirable guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just an interesting situation. I thought, oh, poor Danny. Like, he should have got in there quicker. Um and then Kurt thought it was funny to say, who has Blake Jarwin? Oh, Never man. mind, I see him. That was, was like, at work. Oh, I saw that. Like, just like my Higby moment. So, anyway. I um, saw that at work, and yeah, I was... <laughs> I appreciated that. That was really good. <laughs> so, needless to say, I'm very excited about Frozen. This yeah. is, again, we didn't lead with this. Super deep dynasty. Right. I, I talked about it a little bit more in detail last week, but this is very deep, and uh, here we are. This is... Um, well, we're doing well. I, I, I still haven't been able to acquire Mark Andrews. I think my lady is going to be too uh, too strict on him. But, um, but yeah, it was a good week to have somebody just come at me and basically say, I'll give you Carlos Hyde for – or I'll give you 2-3 for Carlos Hyde was pretty unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I still have Minshew. I, my, I don't quite still understand how that happened. I don't know. But, but um, you know, since you we're know. still on Frozen – Yeah, where, where you are. So, you, you don't seem like you've done anything. Are you – are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm all right. I'm You're actually, just holding tight. I've been doing a lot of thinking, you know, laid up, get, being sick, not working. You're thinking two is the guy, and maybe Burrow's not all he's cut out to be. So, you're close. I'm actually debating. <gasps> Are you going to go Burrow and Tua? I'm thinking. Holy mackerel! Yeah. Wow! I know. I keep almost breaking my crown. <laughs> I'm wearing my crown. Everybody mm. who can't see me, I'm wearing my crown right now because we're going to take a new picture for the uh, for the pod. And so it's not I just Rux. We're taking our first picture. So it's, yeah. Well, our first picture. So yeah. it's not Rux anymore. Anyway, right. I keep I keep banging into it. I'm going to break my crown. Anyway. Yep. So you're thinking you might go two quarterbacks? Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my train of thought is I, I would go Burrow, Tua, and then with my 9 and 12, I would go wide receiver, wide receiver. Okay, this is incredible. I got to tell you. So, okay, for the record, I've already come to I've – watched, I've started watching. So Dynasty Nerds has, like, their new tape feature. Like, yeah. they've got their, their player, like, mm-hmm. film feature. And so I've actually started watching some Tua films, so I've started yeah. getting really excited. Yeah. Um, but I got to tell you, I've also been thinking to myself, self, if I, I, I had this thought today, I thought, okay, if Dave decides to go two quarterback, which really in super flex is probably the smarter long-term option, just lock that yeah. stuff down, right? Yeah. But then I thought, okay, if I have one, three, one, five, and one, six, and I don't get Tua, I get the best two running backs and best one receiver, or I could just go best three running backs Mm -hmm. because ultimately my team is built to continue to win right now, and really running backs are what I have bailed on. And so if I get three rookie running backs who all perform right away because that's the position more likely to do that. Yeah. 
That could almost be handing me my three feet. <laughs> so it's just something I'm. I'm it's interesting. Around. It's yeah. interesting because there's a I, lot of a lot of ways I can go. I don't. I mean, I I don't want to influence your decision. I I don't think you'll do that. If I had, if I went with my gut, I feel like you're gonna go Burrow's the obvious one, and then you're gonna go best position player. I think I don't think you'll go two quarterback. And then one of the reasons I... Threw, but I would respect you a lot for doing that. <laughs> one of the reasons I threw out the uh, 2021 first and second to try to get a running back or, or quarterback is if I can get somebody decent, that would influence who I took well, at sure. one and two. If you, ended up getting, <clears throat> if you ended up getting a solid youngish quarterback... Yep, I'd go... Then that would, that would totally right. mean you're only taking Burrow and not both. Or if I yeah. get a solid, youngish running back, I'd go quarterback, sure. quarterback. So, Understandable. So uh, I don't have the luxury of having my 2021 first and second yeah. because I traded those to my fiancé. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <sighs> she's, got, uh, she's got some picks next year. Yeah, I know. And she doesn't do any research to know what to do with them. I don't want to talk about what it. Is she? Yeah, maybe I'll see... She wants mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's exciting. Boy, that's funny because I was thinking to myself, what if you went two quarterbacks? I I thought, man. I, well, what's great? What's great in this situation though is that I would be happy either way. Yeah. Because if you went two quarterbacks, I have my pick of the litter of the best three position players there are. You do. Whereas if you didn't. I could go second best quarterback, second best running back, and then mm-hmm. open to a wide receiver or a running back. So yeah. e- either way, I'm happy. Why don't you just let me know when you decide, huh? I mean, it's gonna be a while. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, because I keep going back and forth. Well, it'd be nice to know if I can stop watching Tua tape because I've gotten really excited about him, no, and you now keep, if you keep end watching up, Tua, tape. oh please, you just want to mess with me. Just keep watching Tua. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this draft. I can't I wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, first, I can't, I can't, I can't wait, wait for free agency. That's. Well, true. It's coming up in like three weeks, and the act and the actual draft after that. Yeah. I mean, this is just this yeah. is the best time. It, oh, it's the most, most wonderful, wonderful time, time of, of the year. year. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay, so that's frozen. Feeling good, yeah. excited. Yeah, very very exciting. Oh my gosh, you kind of made my day. I don't yeah. even know like. Uh, uh, Okay. Yeah, so no matter what happens, you're... I'm happy either way. I'm happy no matter what. I'm absolutely happy. And I'm happy because I get whoever the hell I want at one and two. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But... But like I've already said, I would rather have one three one four one five than mm-hmm. one one and one two. Like I'd rather let you make your mistakes and then I'll clean yeah. up the clean sure. up the uh, clean up the damage. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's tough to make mistakes with those picks with the players that. Well, sure, with. I get you, I get you, I get you, I get you, I get you. Uh, so we have a for our next segment, mm. we have a special request. We do. We do. So. Um, Oh my gosh, okay, I just lost track. Oh, it was in the other league. Uh, oh, there we go, okay. There we are. B Crimson 10. 
feel like these shout-outs would be better if I knew these guys' actual names, yeah. but I only know them by this. B Crimson 10. You must be a Washington guy. He's got a redskin symbol as his logo. Call him, let's call him Barry. I bet the B stands for Barry. Barry. Yeah. Barry, Barry Crimson. Barry. All right, so Barry Crimson, he made... <laughs> Barry Crimson, uh, listen to me on my, my one-man show last yeah. week, talking about uh, Westeros, which is our IDP. 10 offensive, 10 defensive starters, and then our bench. And I was talking about that, and he messaged me and wanted to know more details about the scoring and roster configuration specifically mm-hmm. because he it was either that he's setting up a league similar to this or that he's he wants advice because he's joining a league similar to this sure where it's basically equal offensive defensive yeah and so what i told him is that we would go into a kind of deep dive on how westeros came to be and what the thought process was yeah um so Let's start with this. So uh, we we had the startup draft three years ago. This was the third season that just ended. Mm-hmm. Um, Addison won the first year. Joel won last year. I won this most recent year. Yes. Uh, you actually joined mid-year one. Yes. Because one of our people was so disgusted with an egregious trade... That I made that he just could not be in the league any longer. Yep, he took it his was ball too much. and he went home. He picked up his ball and he went home. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it. whatever. It was what it was. Um, <laughs> I don't remember even the details of the trade. The point was he left because you... S- because you, because you had said when we were starting this league, you had said, ah, you know, I got so many leagues, I got to pass on this one. Yeah. So then our friend Kong leaves, and guess what? Hey, Dave. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, Dave. Uh, we have an orphan. Say no more. <laughs> In. Um, Let me swoop. Well, and the, and the funny thing was the team was actually really good. Like, mm-hmm. Kong had actually crafted a really good team. So yeah. for him to walk away was kind of surprising. And so you swooped in, you had a team, and then it felt right with the world. Because for me to have a dynasty league that you're not in was, <laughs> was weird. Um, so this is, uh, Adam and I, uh, started this league. Um, he and I were, he and I met through the original empire, the one you ended, and then we were together in Roman, the one that I ended. And he and I were talking about IDP and we talked about wanting to start an IDP league like this. And we ended up coming together and making it happen. So we had a couple of meetings where we were trying to kind of piece together the perfect, um, structure, whatever. And one of the things we talked about was that in an IDP league where you also have offense, the tendency would be to prefer to to put your pre- everybody to put their preference on the offensive players, yeah. and for defense to be churned. So it's kind of like if you have a defensive team and kicker in a regular league, you know, too many people just you know, get to a buy, you churn them, like you just change them over every single week, every single week, every single week. So we wanted to make the defensive players, the individual defensive players comparable to the offensive players in scoring. So we needed to bump up the point performances that they were going to have. So we, we started looking at what the point totals might look like and playing around with some things. 
So the first thing I did was I looked at, based on certain scorings, uh, scoring settings, I looked at how many players performed at certain levels. Mm-hmm. So that was how we got to the number of starters for the for the defensive position. So okay. we ended up with one required defensive tackle, one required defensive end, a flex that could be either tackle or end. Yep. Three linebackers, and that was the only options for linebackers. No flexes involving linebackers. Right. A required cornerback, a required safety, and then two defensive back flexes. Yes. That could be either safety or cornerback, depending on how you strapped mm-hmm. us. Uh, it was really hard to manage initially because we were on MFL. And the way MFL sets their lineups, uh, it's not as clear-cut. It's not cl- as clear-cut as to who you can start. So... We tried to get the starting lineup set to a certain thing, but then you could actually start an illegal lineup according to the Constitution, but MFL would allow it to happen. It was really confusing. Yeah. So people would start something that wasn't accurate, and then we would have to go back, and we would have to veto it, and it was a whole big thing. I think when I first started, I was guilty of that. Yeah. 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 It was easy to do because of how... MFL just doesn't with the roster setups. It it's more it's almost more flexible than you want it to be is what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah. So we figured out how many starting positions made sense based on how many players at each position were startable league wide. Then we started looking at the at the scoring, and so let me get to it here. So so we wanted the scoring to be high enough for the defensive players that it made a difference. Uh-huh. So the first thing I'll talk about is with the offensive players. There were a few there are a few things that are unique. Um rushing attempts are 0.25 points per rushing attempt. Uh and then it is uh and then it is a sorry, it is where is it at? It's per target. Oh, 0.25 per receiving target. So what it was was we had, when we were on MFL, we had a point per first down. Mm-hmm. And then Adam and I played around with it, and we decided that we couldn't do point per first down on ESPN when we switched over. So if we had 0.25 per receiving target and 0.25 per rushing attempt and then 0.5 uh, per reception that ended up being pretty darn close mm. to a point per uh a point per first down. Yeah, it evens out. Yeah, and and I've really liked that scoring. Like that works out pretty well. Like <clears throat> I've been in a couple leagues where it's a point per rush and that's way too much. Like that makes running backs who get a lot of work but aren't efficient really really valuable mm. and it shouldn't be. So that's the unique part of the of the offensive scoring. For the defensive scoring, it is kind of crazy. So, uh, IDP. Okay. So, sacks. Well, let's start with tackles. So, solo tackles are two points each. Yes. So, for a frame of reference, mm-hmm. a 10 tackle game for a linebacker would be 20 points, which is pretty big right off the bat. And that's if. There's nothing else. If no, if nothing else, just straight tackles. Yep, assisted tackles are a half a point, so those you know those will accumulate a little bit. Um, sacks are five points. Yep. 
Blocked punts, PATs, or field goals are five points. Interceptions, fumbles recovered are six points. A fumble forced is four points. I actually didn't even realize a forced fumble was less than a fumble recovered. Mm -hmm. But that probably makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Means less on the field. A safety is three as opposed to two. And then stuffs, meaning... Stuffs meaning a pass knocked down at the line of scrimmage. Would that be a stuff? Isn't that a pass defense? Pass defense are separate. So pass defense are four points. And so I remember watching that one. So like, for example, Marshawn Lattimore defending Julio Jones. Pass to Julio Jones. Marshawn Lattimore knocks out of the air yeah. in defense of Julio Jones. That's four points. That's a pass defense. Okay. A stuff, I think is a knockdown of a pass at the line of scrimmage. Really? I think. I think so. So the point is... Oh, oh, and then... I'm actually burying the lead here. I got to go up to it. So... And then if you think about it... So if you have a strip sack... Well, right? well, let me, well, let me say this first. So, so a touchdown, a fumble recovered for a touchdown, or an interception for a touchdown... Uh, those are 10 points. Yeah, it's huge. So this is where you were just about to say. So let's say a strip sack. Well, what I was, well, just a basic strip sack. So if you, Bose is coming around the end, right? Oh, you know he is. I'm, I'm, I'm using Bose. <laughs> Thanks, there. buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> and he bats the ball out of Drew Brees' hand, right? Well, I don't like that. I have both those guys. Takes Can you Brees pick somebody down. I don't have? Takes Brees down. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay, Joe Flacco. <laughs> okay, yeah, Joe Flacco. Like All right, Joe Flacco. He doesn't so, affect anybody. Right. All right. So, and then he, he takes he takes Flacco down, strips it, recovers the fumble. So, sack, force fumble, fumble recovery right there. That's 15 points. Right. In one play. So, these points get massive yes. real quick. It's elevated So, so the, the couple of examples that I gave to B. Crimson, uh, when I, Barry Crimson, when I was talking to him about how, this, how, how much this matters is I had two weeks in a row this week, this year, where Joe Schobert had a couple interceptions, a bunch of tackles. So he had a 46-point week and a 51-point week two weeks in a row, which is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had uh, I had uh, Dante Fowler had at least one fifty four uh, you know a forty and a fifty point week. Uh, Aaron Donald has those kind of weeks all the time because he's always disrupting things, right? Uh-huh. So the point is, you yes, there's some luck involved with these defensive players because they are these these big splash plays. I mean, I remember picking up Marlon Humphrey and the week after I picked him up because I needed somebody to start because I had an injury or a yeah. bye, I can't remember. And he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown and boom, right there, that's, you know, 16 points. And it's like, oh, okay. And then any and then any uh, any uh, tackles he has on top of that is just bonus. Gravy. So, so it really, yes, you need guys who are going to get lucky a little bit, but there's also a lot of strategy on the consistency yeah. aspect. Um, for me, like Joe Schobert is super consistent. Um, uh, who's my other guy? Jordan Hicks, super consistent. Yeah. But then you need some splash guys. So, like, it's fun. And it's funny, too, because, like, I listen to um, Read and React, which is the IDP podcast with Tom Kin- Kinslingberry. Oh. Kin- Kinslingberry. 
And uh, Jesse Bates is one of the guys. Jesse Bates, free safety for the Bengals, yeah. is one of the guys they talk about as being just terrible. Like, just a bad player, right? And yet he lucks into all this stuff. Well, yeah. here I am. I'm thinking, okay, well, he's he's where the ball is. He's intercepting and picking up fumbles all the time. So, yes, he's bad. But for what we're doing, he is, you know, he's making, he's, uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's kind of funny. Like, as you, as you listen to somebody assessing IDP, because for me, it's just, I'm not, I'm not assessing performance based on anything other than how many fantasy points they give me. Right. And I'm watching and I know which guys are buttering my bread. Mm -hmm. I, I don't remember. Do you, do you remember if I, still have Malcolm Jenkins because he has been my he's been my like my rock since from the get-go and I, I can't no remember if I kept him or if I ditched him I do I still have him Ayo. I still have him I can't I can't I can't quit you can't quit you. um and then Vaughn Vaughn Bell was another one so again you're talking about IDP and you're talking about rookie drafts mm. that involve free agents you know it opens up a whole new level of free agents and some of these non-rookie free agent defensive players, I got Von Bell in like the seventh round of the mm. rookie draft last year. He was like one of the few strong safeties that was still available. He's an Ohio State Buckeye, by the way. Right. Uh, and that was that was epic as well. So I I personally love the scoring of this league. Yeah. Um, a tiny part of me hopes I don't repeat and end it this year. Because I just really like the team that I've built so much. But um, on the other hand, well, come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, so last week I did, a, I did a deep dive on kind of some of the strategy things for how I crafted my team and uh-huh. some of the, some of the um, uh, trades that I made in order to make this team what it is. Sure. Um, do you want to do a little bit of an as, uh, assessment of your team and yeah, talk about like how you got to where you're at and, and how you finished and what you're what your uh, maybe goal is moving forward? Sure, yeah. Let's hear it. So this is my, I think, third or fourth IDP team that I've had. Um, I've only been doing IDP for like four years, so I'm still relatively new to it. And but, when I, I, but that's enough time to, I think, figure yeah. out what you want to do. Because that's all I've been doing. So I think when I, the first when I first started, it was, for me, it was all about name recognition, right? I... I drafted the guys I knew. Sure. And then uh, I, I probably missed out on some people that I should have been drafting. So you kind of learn from that. And one thing I've noticed too is, um, especially if you're doing a startup, which I didn't get a chance to do in this league, but I've done a couple other startups, is you don't want to reach for a defensive player. Um, like there's the stud D lineman that you can get, you know, sixth, seventh round. But you don't want to you don't want to reach for somebody just to get them on your team. That's the key. Like linebackers, there's so many right. linebackers that put up points. Right. So don't reach. Yeah. Yeah, and especially linebackers too, you can get any guy off the waiver wire to fill in right. and, and he can get you twenty points in this format. Yep. If you need it. Um and the other thing too I learned about cornerbacks is safeties are always going to be more valuable than cornerbacks. Um, if you look at just a, a cornerback on a terrible team who's always going to be thrown to, they're going to get a lot of points. Um, but it's tough to actually draft them because, you know, they get all these points one year, in year one, whatever. 
they're always getting thrown to. Year two, either they improve, so you stop getting thrown to, or they're replaced by somebody else. So it's, you said consistency, so you want to go with the guys that are going to be consistent. And you could look at it either way. Yeah. I mean, you have guys where you have guys where they're so good they don't get thrown at. Mm-hmm. Like Sherman in his day, like nobody right. even tried to throw at him. Yep. But on the other hand, they're guarding the best guys. So like Marshawn Lattimore is my most recent example. He's always one-on-one with the best receiver. Mm-hmm. So if he's going up against Julio Jones, Mike Evans, etc., those guys are not going to not get thrown to. Right. So you know those passes are coming their way and they have more chances. So it's just it's just this interesting, you kind of got to almost feel like which one feels better. Because yeah. um, I also, for a while, I had a theory about the cornerback opposite a shutdown cornerback. Mm. So I, I, I drafted Greedy Williams for the Browns yeah. in the, in the, rookie draft because he was opposite Denzel Ward. Yeah. And I thought, well, they're not they're gonna avoid throwing a Denzel Ward. Greedy Williams is gonna target it all the time. Now granted he had injury initially, mm-hmm. it ended up not panning out. And Denzel Ward, because again, like you're on the best players on the other team, you're going to get targets. Yeah. And that's what you want. You want opportunity. You want yeah. linebackers that are involved in the middle of the field, tackles, 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 tackles. You want Defensive backs who are involved, you know, strong safeties that are in the box getting tackles. Uh-huh. Cornerbacks that are on the best receiver getting targeted constantly. Um, you know, you also want corner, sometimes cornerbacks who aren't as good because yeah. they're going to get tackles. Right. Because they're going to give up passes and then have to tackle the guy. And then... It's just funny. They may luck into an uh, interception or two. Right. And then even luckier, they just take it back. To the house. Right. So it's guys that are not considered good, but for IDP, they're good. Yeah. That's the problem, I think. Most people have a, who have a true problem with IDP, I think that's the problem, is that the players, the best defensive players in the league, that does not equate to best IDP fantasy You want player. an example? Of course. Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller's terrible on IDP. Von Miller is all-world linebacker, mm-hmm. right? He's on my team in Westeros. He finished 72 overall out of all the linebackers. But it's also outside linebackers. Right. Like you want in you want middle linebackers. Yep. You want guys who are in the middle disrupting everything. Exactly. Those outside guys don't have as much opportunity. And that's compared to I my starters were TJ Watt. Yep. Who was 8th. Levante David, who was 10th. Yep. And Demario Davis, who was 6th. Yeah. And yet, Von Miller is considered to be way better than all of those yes. guys. I know. I mean, he's got an Old Spice commercial. He sure does. Right? <laughs> TJ Watt doesn't have an Old Spice commercial. It's just, yeah, it's just funny. It's it's funny how that works, for sure. Yeah, and then the one other thing I, that I always had a trouble with was trading defensive players. Because um, in the beginning, it was, you know, I would trade for offensive players... And then a defensive guy would just be a throw-in. Sure. Right? Yep. I did have one um, where I had traded uh, Khalil Mack. Um, no, I got Khalil Mack and I traded Everson Griffin. See, and you're talking best of the best. Yeah. Because I talked last week about acquiring Aaron Donald. Right. Best of the best. Yep. So that means more than like any sort of other throw-in. 
Yeah, but if you throw out some schmuck from the Browns and some guy from the Ravens... Well, do you remember when... I don't know if I don't know how much you and I talked about it, but Justine was talking. I I was trying to acquire Michael Thomas from Justine, mm-hmm. which I ended up doing. Yeah, and I was trying to offer her all these multiple pieces for Michael Thomas, yeah. and I think I ended up giving her. I gosh, I think it was David Johnson, Cooper Cup, and Demarius Thomas or something. Yeah. Like it was, it was not nothing for sure. And it was, you know, and, and like all the places I've acquired Michael Thomas, it was right before he became the superstar he is now. Right. But she was talking about, you know, everybody was throwing her. She she kept talking in the chat about how much she needed defense. She needed defense. She needed defense. And all these guys, are, oh, I'll give you Everson Griffin and so-and-so. Oh, I've got cornerbacks I can give it. Bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. And I'm messaging her and saying... Listen, if you don't want to trade me, Michael Thomas, that's fine. But do not trade Michael Thomas for IDP players. Right. You can pick up right now. And I gave her, like, I've all I've, I've tried to help her so much in the in the midst of this league. I, I basically went, I went to the waiver wire and I gave her a list. I said, these are IDP players that mm-hmm. are available right now for free yep. on the waiver wire. That you can start over the IDP players you're starting. Yeah. Don't trade Michael Thomas for IDP players. And hopefully, hopefully I was being very transparent. I said, listen, if you don't want to trade with me, that's fine. But you can do better than yes, this. Yes, totally. And sure enough, she, you know, and, and she made the playoffs this year. She was the fourth fourth team in the playoffs. So, you know, getting those offensive players made sense. Yeah. Of course, Keekley retiring really hurts her. But, but uh, yeah, you, you don't want, like, nobody's going to give a really good offensive piece for IDP players. Right. Like, they are, they are pieces that are thrown mm-hmm. in. Um, you know, I think for me, last week I talked about the trade with Danny where I, where I was giving Zeke and I was getting back a bunch of picks, a bunch of players, mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald. Yeah. I think that's pretty rare for the defensive player to be the biggest piece, mm. but Aaron Donald, I think, is special. Yes, so. definitely is. So it's been an exciting league, and I was really frustrated that I kept coming up short. So in year three, I took down the took down the championship. You sure did. Sure did. How do you How do you end this year? I don't remember. I was six and six, finished in seventh. I secured the third pick. So what are you doing to get over the hump? Because six and six is, you know, six and six may as well be zero and twelve. Let's be honest. So what are you doing to get over the hump? Yeah, um, you know that I, sounded much meaner than I wanted it to. By the oh, way, oh yeah, I, I understand. You know what I mean, though. I six and six mean. doesn't do anything for you. I one uh, one big issue I had is my. Did I have? I think I had like one six ish in the draft, somewhere there. I drafted Harry. That wide receiver. And he just didn't... He was at still, IR for the Still first. optimistic? Yeah. Oh, I definitely am. Yeah, I'm still It's just a bummer when a guy that high doesn't right. perform right away. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I had Mahomes going down. Uh, that didn't help. I would trade you for Mahomes, but I can't trade. Oh, yeah. You'd have to pay up for him, though. <laughs> I got the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> you too. <laughs> and then one of the issues that I had with this team was... <clears throat> A lack of wide receivers. Oh, I have Carlos Hyde on this team. Huh. Hey, Sorry. I got two, three. Like a... 
<laughs> Lack of wide receivers, huh? Yeah, at one point I had four, I think. And total? Yeah. All together? I had four total. Who were the four? I don't remember. And oh. it was start three. Yeah, so that's rough. It was uh, it was very rough. I, but I've got a, a few more now. Um and I, I got uh, I got younger too. I know it was uh, it was an older team that I had inherited. Um, it, it was a really good team that I took over from Kong, but then uh, last year just kind of nosedived, and then I kept nosediving. So I wanna I wanna try to right the ship. So I got the one three. Um, I, I want to go running back, just because I the running backs I have I've got Derrick Henry, I got AP, I got Marlon Mack. And then uh, James White. Do you remember who has one and two in this league? I don't. I don't either. Yeah. And I think my, I think my bracket is in my other fantasy football dream journal. Yeah. I don't remember. So and uh, my wide receivers are looking up. I've got Mike Williams, Christian Kirk, and Amari Cooper. So that's a uh, not a bad tandem. I know what you mean, because I, I only have Tyree Kill, DeAndre Hopkins, and Michael Thomas, and then after that, I only have DJ Chark, yeah. which is pathetic. It's terrible. So. I mean, I, you may need to work on that. <laughs> but I do, I do have some... Uh, Why does so, anyone I, hang out with me? I don't know. It's because you look great in a crown. <laughs> is that what it is? It is. I'm still wearing the crown. I keep yeah. forgetting it's there. Oh, boy. Uh, and I've got some good youth. I mean, I've got Preston Williams. I've got Deontay Johnson. Um, so I've got some, uh, Deontay Johnson, Deontay, Deontay Johnson's going to come up in one of the trade talks I have for my sleeper league. Yeah. So. Well, look at that. Foreshadowing. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, so anyway, I really haven't looked at this team all that much because I've been focusing most of it on, uh, Frozen. It's funny how like the, just because Frozen is so deep, super deep, they and might so say active too. It is, yeah, it, Westeros is one where people just take the off-season off. And Frozen, it's funny because I don't think of everybody in Frozen being as being very active. Right. But it is. It's like as soon as that off-season's going, it is. It's very active. Yeah. But it's all, It's also only a few of us, though. Like you, me, Waylon. Kurt, Waylon getting rid of all of his picks. <laughs> And then, and then Les, I mean, Les is willing to talk anytime yeah. anybody brings anything up to him. Danny's trying hard. Brandon, too. Brandon, yeah. yeah. Brandon wants to wants to get his team going. So. And I do think that if um, if you were able to trade, obviously there'd be more dialogue, too, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I, but well, being that you can't trade. Yeah, I mentioned last week all the things I wish I could do yeah. that I can't, and, and here I am. So, yeah, no, it's... it's um, in in most leagues that I'm in, I'm the one initiating the most trade you're talks. The, you're the instigator. And the sleeper guys, the guys in the sleeper leagues that I'm in, they they wouldn't know that just because I'm in too many of those yeah. and where I'm not as much invested. But in the ones that with the people that I know, I'm doing the most trade talks for sure. So, so I think now that I have my uh, Frozen team locked down, I'm going to go quarterback, quarterback. I'm gonna God, start my. Crazy. I'm gonna crazy. switch my focus to uh, to Westeros now and, and seeing what I can do. Oh, I have OJ Howard at tight end. 
Maybe I should uh maybe I should trade you uh Carson and Penny and then you'd be then you'd be set up at running back. You should ask if I want Carson and Penny. Who wouldn't want Carson and Penny? You don't want Carson and Penny? No, I don't. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's you fine. Have them. I've never liked Carson. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, they got me a championship, so I'm yeah. not too worried about it. Did they get you the championship? Or uh, well, I have Carson and Penny in Westeros and Frozen, and I won both of those leagues this year, so you Who tell me. Who else do you have? Lots of other teams. guys. I have Michael Thomas in both. Yeah. <laughs> so. I have Mark Ingram in both. Yeah. All right, anyway. Um, what do you think? Let's take a break. Take a and break. then we can come back and talk about some of these some of these other leagues. Does that sound good? I think that sounds like a plan. I don't have to take a break all by my lonesome. Oh, I actually have does. someone to hang out with on the break. Oh. This is huge. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll be back momentarily. <laughs> I'm too tall to be an Oompa Loompa. What is this? You're an Oompa Loompa. It's good, right? I can't hear it because you're singing over there. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the Voodoo Glow Skulls. That's a that's a flashback to my to my high school days. Uh, Band Geek Mafia by Voodoo Glow Skulls. And you were the trombone player. No, I played saxophone. Oh, excuse me. But when you're when you're when you're when you're acting it out, sure, you got to do the trombone because it's the most you know. With with the leg kick. Yeah, with the leg kick. I mean, come on, it's the most doing the trombone actions. Is obviously the most like vibrant of the motions. Right. Um, no, I actually I played saxophone, but it's it's just not the same acting it out. Anyway, whatever, I played, I whatever, played, Dave. I played trumpet. Ugh, of course you did. Yeah. Typical trumpet player. Yeah, this was, guy. This good. guy. Hey, do you want to talk about XFL real first, real quick? Yeah. Can I? Uh, <laughs> I still have watched zero XFL. I was so <laughs> excited about it, and I've still watched none. So it's uh, they're starting to separate the good from the bad. Okay. Um, there Cardell is, Jones from everybody else. There is. Well, I'll get to that too. Okay. There is one team without a win. Okay. That's, you want to guess? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Vipers okay. are zero and three. And they have a negative five touchdown ratio. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, the uh, the best team are the Houston Roughnecks. Okay. Currently 3-0. and They're the ones with Justin Johnson as the quarterback, right? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And don't they, they also have um, Sammy Coates, a wide receiver. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay, anyway. They have 13 touchdowns, four and nine against. Okay. 
So they are the uh, the team right now to beat. Well, good for them. Yeah, and then I looked up stats, the stat leaders. Yeah. Here are the... Uh, so the passing for the Roughnecks, P.J. Walker, has 748 yards. Yeah, he's been a, he's been a revolution. <clears throat> uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks, Jordan Tamu. Yep. 612 yards. Okay. And then Cardell Jones for the DC. 12 gauge. I was waiting for it. DC defenders. He's got 602 yards passing. Uh, Landry Jones for the Renegades of Dallas is at 579. I bet, I bet they. <laughs> I bet the Steelers wish they had Landry Jones since the halftime hobo is is out of commission. Here's a name. <laughs> we actually this name we didn't go over. Actually, either of these names. The leading rusher is from the St. Louis Battlehawks with 224 yards. Matt Jones. Matt, Matt Jones. Jones. I do remember Matt Jones because I picked him. Nope, I didn't pick him. I missed out on picking him. But he was the he was the uh, third round talk of the initial, the very first rookie draft we ever did yeah. for Empire or for the uh, Emperor League. And I remember uh, the the giant redheaded, you know what that we won't name, right? Uh, at the draft, we were talking about oh, there's one guy that should have been picked who hasn't. Oh, I know who he is. Huh? We yeah. we had a minor bonding moment over yeah. knowing that Matt Jones was the guy who nobody had picked yet who yeah. should have been, who should have gone. You guys had a moment. Ugh, gross. And now I wish we'd never had that moment. And so. the second leading rusher, former Carolina Panther. Uh, cameras are cameras paint. Yeah, yeah. 185 yards. Nice. And that's pretty much it. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. I I just I wish I had gotten into it. I just apparently can't because here I am and I haven't watched any. Yeah. I mean, I have an excuse at least from last week. Being sick. I was on my deathbed. And the worst part was Molly was out of town for a week in North Carolina. Yeah, you got sick while Molly was out of town. Yeah. Yikes. Which should be the opposite. I should be in tip-top shape when she's out of town. Yeah, but you should. Absolutely. That is the opposite. Yeah, it's true. So bad. <laughs> Thursday night was a, a rough night. I know. That's why I recorded by myself. Yeah. Because you were out of commission. I was. A commendable job. Well, thank you. Way. I appreciate that. Um, so that's it, all. It was XFL. it was it was hard. It was hard recording by myself. Yeah, you uh, it was you, it was uh, challenging. You tap danced a couple times, but that's well. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Sure. I can't rely on you to well, you, you bail did, me out. You did your tap dancing song, which is pretty good. Yeah. That one. Scooby doo ba doo bow. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it's pretty that good. That was some. Uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> scatting. That was some scatting tap dance. scooby boo scooby boo <laughs> Sorry I brought it up. did boo ba doo boo I hurt myself. You leave Scooby out of this. All right. Well, what do you say we get into some of these um, some of these other trades I got going in Sleeper? Yeah, I want to hear about a trade that has already been completed oh, that you, uh, my gosh. you texted me about. Yes, should I just should I just lead with that one? I had to look at it twice, I know. I, and I was waiting to see if you were gonna text anything else. 
that you forgot. Oh boy, it's brutal. Let's, so let's hear this. I'm sure uh, our listeners are dying. Poor, these poor suckers. So so here's here's what happened. The trade that went down, and I made a trade. I'm my my good friend Wanna Beer Bad. I love Wanna Beer. Wanna Beer Bad. We love Wanna Beer Bad. Yeah. At some point, I'll know his real name, and we can we can bond in real life. But let's well, for um, now we'll call him <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Okay. Jeff. We got Jeff and Barry. Okay, Jeffrey. So, um... No, 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 not Jeffrey. His dad is Jeffrey. He goes, <laughs> he goes by Jeff. Get it right. All right, I stay corrected. <laughs> so, Jeff, uh, so, so Jeff and I made a trade, but then right after, almost immediately after, literally less than an hour later, he made this deal. One of your bad gave up. Jeff gave up. 2020... First round pick, it was one, it's one eight, and his twenty twenty fourth, which I believe was okay. Let's call it four one, even if oh, it's four one. Sure. So one eight and four one, and he acquired Alvin Kamara. Um. So, uh, Dave, what are your thoughts? So the thing that goes through my mind right away... Yeah, what goes through your mind? ...is the team giving up Kamara. Are they loaded at running back is one. Are they loaded with Saint players is my second one. (laughs) Third, are they just loaded? (laughs) All they do is drink and play fantasy football. Okay, would you like me to read off the team that traded away Kamara? I think this would be a horrible podcast if you didn't. Okay, so... <laughs> here's here's the team that traded away Kamara in this situation. Okay. Uh, and just for the record, this is the this is one quarterback, and this is this is very shallow starting rosters. I went through my team in this league last week. It's one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end, two flex. That's okay. it. You ready for this? I'm yeah. I'm sitting down. Now ready. I'm just gonna read it in order <clears throat> that it is, even though there's bench players that would be in the start. Sure, 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 sure. Here we go. Sure. Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, sorry. Back to the beginning. Jeff Driscoll, Derek Henry. Okay. Blank space where Kamara once was. <laughs> Corey Davis, Devontae Parker. Gerald Everett, Ted Ginn, Duke Johnson. That's the starting lineup. <laughs> okay, let's go to the bench, shall we? Please. Russell Wilson, Latavius Murray, David Montgomery, Raquel Armstead, Mohamed Sanu, Jarius Wright, Taji Sharp, Chester Rogers, Duke Williams, Juju... Ryan Switzer, Javon Wims, Darius Slayton, Ryan Griffin, Delaney Walker, nobody in taxi at all. And then the the picks in 2020 are the 2021st, and I think they got the second overall pick, so they have one two. Okay. And then the pick that they acquired for Kamara, which is one eight. So one two, one eight, and then two two, three, two, four, two. What so, do you think about team management here? So Kamara was best player. Uh right. And the they didn't 
they clearly <coughs> did not shop Kamara because, for example, right. I have the one one in this league that I acquired from one of your bad. Mm-hmm. I would have given one one for Kamara for sure. So right off the bat, you could have gotten one one as opposed to one eight. I said I probably would have given an additional player plus one one. I well, here's another example of what I because there was a lot of chat after this. That's what I was going to ask if there yep. was. There was a lot of talk, and okay. I can go into that in a second. But I said. Uh, I would have given one twelve, Gurley and Daryl Henderson for Kamara. Yeah, which I think probably is more desirable than just one one because you're getting a running back who's been a stud, mm-hmm. the young guy behind him, yep. and a late first. Right. <clears throat> only four, only four picks later than the one he accepted straight up, pretty much because that fourth is nothing. Garbage. So here's the talk. The champ says bold. <laughs> yes agreed curve train it's bold uh i said uh there's a different word for it but i'd love to hear the justification yes because i don't want to be the guy who criticizes the other people's trades i hate when people do that to me right you have two consenting adults making a trade but like this is one of the worst trades i've ever heard of yeah i want to i want to hear justification for the trade so curve train says what's the different word I'm just saying it's always a big play to trade a first rounder for a star. I'm very curious to see how they use Kamara this year and if he can get his TD totals back or if Taysom Hill or Jared Cook will continue to cut into that. That is very much downplaying Kamara. Yeah, it is. To act like he's not a top four, five, whatever guy. Um you know, this is not trading a first rounder for a stud. This is trading a late first rounder for a mega stud. Yes. Um, so then uh, it's not some somebody says it's not a great trade for the guy by my reckoning, but it's definitely not collusion if that is the other word. Also, it's not even an early first round pick. So they're thinking I was saying it was collusion. Yeah. I don't throw around the term collusion. What was your other word? My other word was just garbage. Okay. <laughs> but I certainly wasn't saying collusion. Right. And so one of beer bad who made the trade and who I've been talking to all day says, whoa, C word is a nasty claim. I don't think that's what our three dog was thinking. Um, and all <laughs> Atlanta dirty bird says maybe a different C word. And then there's a fun Donald Trump meme. And then I said, <laughs> Definitely not saying collusion. There is just literally zero argument for 1-8 over Kamara. Yeah. Which I think is a fair statement. Literally, you can't argue 1-8 over Kamara. That's just not a thing. That's just not a thing. It's just not a thing. Um, so then... I mean, 1-8. 1-8 is Carlos Hyde territory. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. On the high so, end. So I said, why not shop a play... I said, why not shop a player of Kamara's caliber? I said, I would have traded 1-1 easily and yeah. probably added a player. And then Talk Show on Mute said, I would have offered two firsts. And then I said, I would have offered 112 Gurley and Henderson for Kamara. If you asked 100 people on the street... This is what I said. If you asked 100 people on the street, 99 of them take Kamara over 1-8, and the other person is Joe Burrow's mom. (laughs) (laughs) Or the other person says, who's Kamara? (laughs) I was pretty proud of that. Credit where credit's due. Come on, that was funny. That was good. Okay, thank you. 
Um, so then the guy who makes made the trade oh, comes yeah, in. Let's hear it. He pops in. And he said, I honestly expected my trade offer to be rejected. Oh, well. And this is where I blink loudly and go, um, and I, I gave the faces that look like this. Okay. I did three of those. And then I said, I said, I said, at Gibbon Aber 28, you were worried it was lopsided in your favor? Question mark? (laughs) Question mark? I said, I don't want to criticize trades between consenting adults. I've been on the wrong side of many, and sometimes they work out in the opposite of how it appears. It's just that this was quite the trade. And so then he says, R3Dog, I'm thinking I should have gotten more, but I'm not worried. And I said, that's my point. You should have gotten much more. So then he says, R3Dog, honestly, didn't think Kamara... Oh my gosh, okay. I need to gather myself. Just brace yourself for this. Ready? I already know where it's going. Okay. Honestly, didn't think Kamara had much value, so I went with what I thought. But I forget most people aren't as critical of players as I am. Well, I hope he leads you to a championship in which we play and my first round picks wipe, wipe the floor with you. So he's now hoping that 1-8 just luckily ends up being better than Kamara, which isn't going to happen. Ready for this? Uh, yeah. So then I said, at Gibbonator28, I have a podcast you should listen to. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, what is it? And I said, trips right with Ralph and Dave. We record tonight. We'll be discussing this trade. Yeah. And he said, oh my, I'm going to be podcast famous. <laughs> more, like, more like infamous. Uh, do you put it out in the morning? I said, uh, uh, I said, as soon as we're done tonight, maybe 11 p.m. Central. And he says, and then one of beer bad pops in. I step away for an hour and this chat comes alive. <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, one of beer bad just dropped the mic and walked away. And then I said, I'll give you 1-1 one, one for Kamara right now. <laughs> yeah, think of all the offers he can get now for Kamara. I know, seriously, because he got him for free, basically. Turn around right. and sell him. Which would be huge. And then he said, people want to... Oh, well, that's him. Oh, and then... I, so then I texted Kurt this whole ordeal. Of course. And I said, okay, you pay for the quality dynasty trade calculators. Put this in for me. Alvin Kamara versus one eight and he goes are you serious i said yeah and he goes okay i'll put it in he puts it in you want to know what the results are i know you showed me 154 to 62 <laughs> it's it's the kamara side by 92.52 yeah obviously and obviously. so so i sent that to the i sent that to the chat and one of your bad says at Gibbon Air, check out our Three Dog Twenty Ones podcast. It's a fun listen. Two dudes cracking, wa- cracking wise about Dynasty, but he's murdering here on the chat. <laughs> Meaning, he'll be civil on the on the podcast, but he is destroying you right now. Um, and then I said I'll be nicer on the pod, and then he said. <clears throat> and then he said, um, "Oh, please, good sir, do not be kinder." Whatever that means. So, so given if, if you're listening, um, in the future, if you want to shop somebody like Jeff Driscoll, for example, (laughs) start with whoever has one, one and say Driscoll for one, one question mark and work your way down. Yeah. And yeah, work your way down. Don't start in the middle. 
So, obviously, I would never say collusion. Obviously, I would never criticize this as two consenting adults, whatever. My point is simply, you have a superstar, yeah. and you didn't shop him properly. Right. Because you could have gotten way more than just one aid. Like, that's just ridiculous. Like, and, that's just somebody who doesn't have the experience, right? And it's I mean, as simple as saying in the message board, hey, got Kamara, thinking about what I can get for him. Let's hear offers. Go right and, and see what see what comes. Some at you. guy said he'd get two first for him. Right there, you go, Dunzo. I mean, because I got. I mean, I traded because I traded Kamara in Frozen, the Super Deep Dynasty. Yeah, hey, I did too. For yeah, you <laughs> traded him to me for in terms of a gigantic deal. I traded him away just recently for Kittle and one thirteen. Yep. So you're talking best tight end in the league, best young tight end in the league in a two tight end league, and a late first. Yeah. So just one eight, just just not enough, just not enough, just not yeah. enough, just not enough, just not enough. And then um, my other my other thought was maybe that he meant to put Carlos Hyde, but he put stop. in Alvin Kamara, and that's it's a snap except. And was there? My question is for want to be or bad or forgiven is if it was just if there was any conversation or if it was just offering one eight for Camara and it was just a snap. Oh, oh no, he he already said he already confirmed that because he and I were talking and he said he said he got that offer coming to him. He was Googling frantically to see if Camara had died. Right. And then once he saw there was no news about Kamara, he smash accept. Yeah, he broke, smash he broke accepted. his phone. He broke his phone. Yeah, yes. he's got to get a new phone. Because, of course. He'll and, get a new phone with the winnings from winning this right. league. So it's, so it's frustrating because that went through. But, like, what it, what is what is one of your bad supposed to do? That offer comes mm-hmm. in. What are you supposed to do? Turn it down? It's the exact same thing with two three for Carlos Hyde. Waylon says to me, "I'll give you, I'll give you two three for Carlos Hyde." I'm sitting here thinking, "Of course I'll take that." You're an you're an idiot for offering that to me, but I'm not going to turn it down. And like when I've talked, you know, Kurt was very upset about that yeah. trade. Like he's like, "People are just giving you a third championship," and I'm like, "What what should I do? What right. should I do?" Like he offered, he I tried to give him Minshew. You did. Who's a quarterback who has more value because it's a super flex? He said he didn't want Minshew. He wanted Carlos Hyde. So what am I supposed to do? Am you I going to turn it down? I never get offers like that. It's interesting. Oh wait, I did get oh, four twenty twenty firsts in the league that ended up not from, mattering from Kong. Yeah, you mean the league that I that you won? The league I won three grand in. Yeah. Oh, that one. Okay. Um. Okay, so so in the same in the same league. So let me just let me just give a reminder. But given so, if oh, you are if you are listening, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Yes, yes, and thank you. Best for, of luck to you this yes, year. Yes, I'm sure you're. I'm sure you're going to do great. Hang um, on, to, hang on to Driscoll though. <laughs> Nothing more than a one four for Driscoll. So one of your bads team, just to just to be clear. So currently, one of your bads team is Deshaun Watson. LaShawn McCoy, empty running back spot. I'll get to that in a second. Curtis Samuel, Devontae Adams, George Kittle, Tyler Boyd, Preston Williams. Well, Kamara will be in that other running back spot. So he fixed his running back problem. And then on his bench, he's got some good pieces. He's got Perryman. He's got Pollard. He's got uh, 
uh, Jared Cook, Mike Kosicki, Ian Thomas, etc. So, like, he's got a pretty good team, and his starting lineup actually is really good now. Yeah. Um, my team in this league, I went through it last week. My team is Dak Prescott, Naheem Hines, Todd Gurley, DK Metcalf, Michael Thomas, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Debo Samuel. And then, you know, pretty decent bench, some good bench spots. So here was the trade, though, that... Um, Lost my train of thought. Oh, here's the trade that uh, One of Your Bad and I made earlier. So last week I mentioned that he had come to me and said, I have the itch to trade. Sure. And he was talking about Justice Hill. He knew I liked Justice Hill. You know, they have uh, ointment for that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the trade itch? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the ointment. I'm going to explain it right now. Um, and so he had some different offers. Basically, he was going to give me Justice Hill 2022nd, 2022nd, 2022nd. I think it was 2 2 4 2 6 and 2 8 for my 2021st. He wanted 1 6. That's what it came down okay. to. He wanted 1 6 for me, uh, which I had. And I have 1 1, 1 6, and 1 12. So he wanted the middle one of what I have. And then he wanted his the 2021 first. So we were trying some different things with that, and he was trying to work in Paris Campbell, and I wasn't a big fan of that. And then I was trying to work in some other players, and he kept bouncing the the picks around. Like, well, I can't do one one, or I can't do two one in that case. I can do two four, two six, and two eight. Okay. Uh, well, I can do two eight and two four, but I can't make two eight two six. Like he's. It was some good negotiating. And I said to him at the very end here, I said, I don't know if I like negotiating with you or if I hate negotiating with you because this is the guy who will not, he won't concede, basically. Yeah, that's good. Right. So I went to him and I said, all right, if you are giving me Janu Smith, I feel a little bit better about giving up my 2021 first. Right. Well, then he wanted to change the the picks that I was getting. And so then it came back to if I'm getting Johnu Smith and Justice Hill and the and the seconds, he would make it 2-1 and 2-6 if I threw in Paris Campbell. He took the 2021 first out of it. Okay. So ultimately the deal we ended up coming down to was I get Johnu Smith, Justice Hill to one and two six and he gets paris campbell in one six okay and you finally get justice hill from him so i get justice hill from him i get johnny smith who i'm a huge fan of and then i get two seconds of which one of them is a high second and I give up one six, yeah. but I already have one one. So, and this is a one quarterback league, so I'm already getting the best running back, okay. DeAndre Swift, whoever. Um, and I have a late first, so I'll get whoever's left there. Yeah. Like one quarterback league, maybe Joe Burrow's there, maybe two is there. Who knows? Because yeah. <clears throat> my quarterbacks are only Dak and um, Stafford. Okay. Uh, I was a little weird about giving up Campbell, but you know Campbell hasn't shown a lot, so I thought that was a that was a. And they're piece. probably going to draft a wide receiver. Yeah, I tried to make a James Washington. He wasn't having that. Yeah. I I tr- well, I tried first for Sterling Shepard because I have no interest in having Sterling Shepard. Nope. He didn't care. <clears throat> James Washington, he didn't care. It was Paris Campbell he wanted. I don't blame him. So that was the deal we ended up doing. Okay. <clears throat> and then immediately following was when he traded away not even the pick I traded him, but a later pick than that was what he traded away for Kamara. Like, I traded him 1-6. Uh-huh. 
He's sitting on one eight. He trades that for Kamara. That's awesome. So what I said to him after the fact was, I was like, "Are you serious? You're sitting." We debated over this for all this time for over Justice Hill, and I could have taken that one six and gotten Kamara. Yeah, please. And he's like, "Oh, don't look at it like that. How can I not look at it like That's that, bro? Fantastic. Come on, come on, come on." So ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> so it's been it's been quite a day in that league. Um, I got another league to talk about. Okay, I got another one. Okay, blitz league. I talked about this one last week too. Um, this is another one quarterback league, and this is uh the one where I had Russell Wilson, James White, Kenyon Drake, Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Dallas Goddard, uh, Slayton. So I had some offers coming my way in this league. So I was surprised because the offers I wanted, I, I want to cash out on DeAndre Hopkins because I already have Michael Thomas and I figure yeah. I can get a get a lot for him because I don't have any picks. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that had not happened. So then I got an offer uh, after last week's podcast and it was... Uh, offering me Sanu, Mostert, and Boykin for Ebron and Miller. Uh, Anthony Miller. Okay. So the the reasoning probably being that I had mentioned I was trying to get... I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, you hear all my inner thoughts, which right. is I'm trying to get rid of Eric Ebron, obviously. Yes. Done with him. Tried to get rid of him when he was actually good. <clears throat> well, that wasn't doing it for me. I was like, Sanu, Boykin, those are nothing. Mostert, I like Mostert, but like it's just not worth it for that. So my next offer was I said, all right, give me Brandon Cooks and Raheem Mostert, figuring Cooks still has a little more value, but he's down. And I'll give you Ebron, Anthony Miller, and Traquan Smith. Okay. Because Traquan Smith is another guy where he's he means nothing to me. I'm trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, he should be a good piece as a throw-in, but nobody's gonna give me anything for him yeah. individually. Well, he said, you know, I'm still feeling, I'm still feeling, Cooks. Like I know he's down, but like he's his value should be higher than it is. So right. like, he wasn't he wasn't willing to give up Cooks for a discount. So he comes back to me and says, I'll give you Cooks and Mostert, but I want Ebron, Anthony Miller, and Deontay Johnson. Oh, there he is. And my response to that was an auto decline because Deontay Johnson, I, you know, he's probably the best, you know, optimistic piece in this deal. It's true. <clears throat> so finally, I came back and I said, all right, I'll still give you Ebron and Anthony Miller because the, I'm fine giving up those pieces. I want Mostert and Perryman. And that was the one he accepted. Okay. So I got Brashad Perryman, Raheem Mostert. I gave up Eric Ebron and Anthony Miller. My thought process being Brashad Perryman seems like he's breaking out in his fourth year. Uh, Mostert is a running back who's really good if he gets the chance. And then Ebron is nothing to me. And Anthony Miller is somebody who's in an offense that doesn't want to throw that much. So who knows how much of a ceiling he has. So I felt really good about that deal. Um not to mention the fact that right before that was uh, was all this analysis of the podcast. <laughs> there was 
the guy I made the trade with, Ted Ogg, he says, as 6% of your podcast audience, I expect to hear a detailed analysis of the trade negotiations during the next episode. That's a strong <laughs> 6%. I like strong it. 6%. Strong 6%. Uh, so I thought that was, so I thought that was, uh, that thought that was pretty That's good. Great. So, um, what he actually, what he directly said about Cooks was, I get that my man Cooks is not loved right now, but I still <clears throat> view him too highly for that offer. Sorry, on another note, in that other league on your podcast, definitely trade one six for justice in two twenty twenty seconds. <laughs> like, well, thanks, buddy. I, nice. I made it happen, so I appreciate the advice. I said we're negotiating now. Um, yeah, so he was giving me advice on something that he heard in the podcast. It's kind of. It's kind of fun to hear that like he listened to the podcast mm-hmm. and then was giving advice on something he heard for one of my teams in yeah. the podcast. Like just, that's pretty exciting. It just gives you warm fuzzies. It does give me yeah. warm fuzzies. I'm feeling like very it. warm and fuzzy. Yeah, it could be that. That? The nitro cold brew yeah. cream ale? Yeah, maybe. It's possible. Uh, do you have anything else that you <clears throat> wanted to talk about, my friend? I really don't. Nothing? Yeah. Gosh, you never bring anything to this. <laughs> <laughs> other than i think i want to find more sleeper leagues to join yeah because you're having a lot of fun i i and the, am and the well that, it, the two that i joined with you are kind of they're dormant at the moment you know what it depends though because i've got one the the 20 teamer that kurt and i are both in mm-hmm. <clears throat> that one is dying. We've got we've got issues oh. with um, people wanting refunds because of issues with people overseas and league safe. Ooh, that's not good. And so Kurt's of the opinion that he's going down with the ship. Like he commits to a league and that's it. Good man. My my opinion is, I'm in twenty six leagues. Yeah. So if this one is acting like it's going to be hard to fill with people who put their money in and it's going to be like, is it going to keep going? Yeah. I want my money back. I'm right. done with it. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not fighting for a league I don't believe in. So, <clears throat> so we just got refunds from this 20 teamer that we're in. I also had one more free league where the commissioner just put out the word of, um, uh, who's, who's in for 2020. You just want to make sure da da da. And I'm just like, uh yeah, if you guys can find a replacement for me, yeah. I'd love to be out. I won't quit, but if you can find a replacement for me, I'll be out because I'm trying to cut my free leagues and then th- like two other guys. That's exactly what I did. Thing. My yeah. my only two free leagues are going to be my all rookie team on Yahoo yep. and my all Vikings team yep. on Yahoo. Other than that, I'm done with free leagues. Uh the last thing I'll say. Um, so yeah, there's been a little bit of drama there, but the last thing I'll say is just a couple of these uh, NFL. Um, headlines uh, Indianapolis interested in quarterback uh, Philip Rivers yeah kind of like that I feel like for Rivers going to a team that's probably one of the better mm-hmm. one of the better scenarios excuse me <clears throat> the Redskins have one two yes. um, with uh, Rivera, Rivera as the head coach Riverboat um, Ron Riverboat Ron and so they're looking at anything at 1-2 as an option, which includes Tua. So I think that's interesting because that affects Dwayne Haskins. It also affects Tua himself. Well, I think they'd be more interested in having somebody trade up to the 1-2. Well, they want to make it look like yeah. they're more interested in quarterbacks so yeah. somebody will trade up. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> for sure. Um, uh, 
that's the main that's the main couple of things. That's the main couple of we things. We also have the combine coming up. Yep. You want to hear some records from the combine? Sure do. They've got a, a bunch of stuff. Well, we all know who's got the fastest 40 time. Remember? Yeah. Excuse me. No, who has the fastest John, 40 time? John Ross. John Ross. Yeah. Of course. 4.22 seconds. Okay. Okay. Um, the bench press, which is repetitions at 225 pounds. How many do you think you can do at 225? How many could I do at 225? Yeah. How many reps? 10. Okay. Record is 49. <laughs> <laughs> I could do less than that. That was set back in 2011 from some guy named Steven Paia, a defensive tackle. Oh, okay, I was going to say, that's yeah. not somebody I... Uh, Chris Conley holds the vertical jump. Okay. You, you like that? Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> Byron Jones is the broad jump. Okay. He jumped over broad. The cornerback for the um, yeah. Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then there's a three-cone drill, someone named J.T. Thomas. Uh, the 20-yard shuttle by Jason Allen, cornerback, and Brandon Cooks way back in uh, 2014. And then there's a 60-yard shuttle. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, Sheldon Gibson got that. Okay. But then there's also, let me find it, there's the worst of the combine. In 2017, Christian McCaffrey had 10 reps in the bench press. 10? Second fewest of any running back. Did his arm break? 10. That's weird. You can do 10. I, I could do 10. Yeah, so you can so do I'm as, many... as So I'm as athletic as Christian McCaffrey. You are. That's what I'm hearing. In, do you remember wide receivers <coughs> drafted in 2016? Remember that year? They averaged 4.56 seconds in the 40-yard dash, which was the slowest average time for wide receivers. Was 16, since was that Mike Evans' year? Mike Evans, Sammy Watkins' year? I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I don't know. And then in uh, 2005, how can we forget Maurice Claret? I will never forget Maurice Claret <laughs> because 2002 was a very good year for Buckeye fans. Yeah, sure. He ran the 40 in 4.72 seconds. Yeah. And then he opted to not compete in any of the drills <laughs> yeah, after that. that sounds about right. Didn't he get busted with a bunch of weapons? Is well, he in jail now? Uh, no, he's not in jail right now. But his okay. his drama was just that he he wanted to enter the draft before he was allowed to. He He finished his freshman year at Ohio State. And then he thought he should be heading to the draft. Well, oh, you're see. not allowed to do it after your freshman year, buddy. You need two shame, years in. Shame, shame. And so he sat out a year, and by then he became big fat, big fatty, big fatty, he big was. half ton hobo. Yeah. Uh, it was Mike. Mike Williams for USC was the same year, I think. Is that right, Mike Williams for USC? That was 2005. It was the same year. Oh man, was it not? It wasn't him. Maurice Claret and a wide receiver. I thought it was a USC wide receiver. Okay. It was the same year that they both thought they should be able to enter the NFL after their freshman year of college. It and could have been Mike Williams. They weren't allowed, so they sat out. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, not Mike Williams, the Clemson guy. It was the earlier one, but I I don't. Right. Remember. Who went to the Lions? 
Right. That's Roy Williams. Roy Williams. And he was a Texas Longhorn. Look at me with the knowledge. There you go. It's, <laughs> it's a crown. <laughs> yeah, that too. And um, Cam Newton is expected to be back with the Panthers. So you don't think the Panthers are going to make an effort to get Burrow? You no, think it, that's all it, been smoke? It sounds like they uh, they like what he's been doing. Because Matt Burrow with the Panthers I instead of the it would be sick. Oh, boy. It would be sick. Or Are you coming over to watch the NFL draft, by the way? Haven't I every year for the last <laughs> couple years? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Because uh, because that's that'll be a big night to see where some, some of these trades. guys go. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, there's trade made. Not in Westeros. Trades I can't made. trade. Yeah. <laughs> Basically just in Frozen. Basically. Should we wrap this up? <clears throat> Let's do it. All right. So, Dave, I'm glad you're back. This I am week. so glad I'm back, too. Um, and I'm glad that our loyal fans via Sleeper have given us some topics to talk about this week because apparently the off season it's hard to know what to talk about. And you know what? Keep giving us, you know, things to talk about um, keep coming at us with topics. Right. So those of you who are listening, make sure you are commenting, rating us, all those things that happen on the internet. Yeah. Uh, please do it. And in addition, if, you, if you're if you commenting, give us suggestions on what you want us to talk right. about. Because we will talk about... I mean, we have no shame. We have a price. And our price is um, free. We will talk about yeah. literally anything you want to talk about. So be, be, Barry Crimson wanted us to talk about Westeros and the, and the settings for IDB. And we did it. Yeah. So just let us know. We're in. I mean, if you want to hear about our favorite jerseys, we'll talk about that. I got a whole glass of bowl. You got buddy. a whole glass of bowl. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a we'll do a we'll do a, a beer mock draft. I mean, we'll do anything. Sure. Yeah, we'll do a deep dive while wearing beer goggles. I feel like now we just sound like prostitutes. We'll yeah. just do anything we'll for do. for any amount of just attention. It'll give you everything. Anyway, <laughs> this has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. Hey, I'm Dave. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay.